We have an in-progress review of Ghost of Tsushima, and we've got first impressions on Paper Mario Origami King, and a bunch of other little news. So let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James, as always with me. I'm joined by the luscious Brody Falls. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, too. I'm doing good. Episode number 172, Electric Boogaloo. This edition of uh, Diggity Podcast is brought to you by us. <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Diggity Podcast. And subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Tune in, Stitcher, or wherever awesome podcasts are held. We are there. And hear us roar. Um, also, tell your friends if they're looking for a video game podcast because we're just better than any other suggestion that you'd make. We're not biased either. Um, <laughs> Absolutely no bias. <laughs> Legitimately, though, like I don't think there's any podcast platforms that we're not on. We are everywhere. A while back, we weren't on one that I've never even heard of, and uh, we put ourselves there, too. We're intrusive yeah, here's as, the, as hell with that. <laughs> here's the problem, though, too, though, is like we'll look for some, and then some of them you can only be on those. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. Yeah. Any of them that are like a weird exclusive type thing. Yeah. We're not, we're not pulling that. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. We are on too. all the major ones. At least we, we got that covered. We're on the ones that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out and say it. Yeah. We're on Spotify, but they also didn't give us a bunch of money to be exclusively on Spotify. So we're everywhere else still too. If you also reside in France, thanks for listening. I don't know why the fuck France <laughs> listens to us so much. France loves I don't think, us, and it's great. I don't think we've ever pointed that uh-uh. out in a podcast. Incredibly interesting to me. Kind of concerning. It, but it came out of we'll nowhere, take it. too. Like, they were, yeah, we're, they were down France, there, dude. like, third or fourth, like, highest listens, and all of a sudden yeah. it took off. They're, France is our number one listener. <laughs> It's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you guys. But but it's kind of cool because America's like slowly caught up to it, and like this kind of does this like teeter totter yeah. thing. Because a couple times it's been up or, or down. But so if you listen thanks, to us guys. in France, you need to tell all your friends so you can remain at the top here. Show the show those yeah. stupid Americans what's up. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. Thank you for listening. Um, Mercy fucking Boku. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you <laughs> do you want to tell us the upcoming game releases? Yeah, July 31st, you can get Castle Storm 2 on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Cat Quest and Cat Quest 2 are coming in a possum pack. Yes, you heard me oh, correct. Holy shit. The possum pack. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Not to be confused with up. that weird animal. Uh, it, no, this is possum. Not, no, not not be con- oh <laughs> i didn't even take it like that that's smart as well look at that i was going to say not to be confused with that boring word awesome right right this is this is possum uh this is coming to ps4 and switch uh fairy tale will be coming to pc ps4 and switch as well on august 4th fall guys ultimate knockout is coming to pc and ps4 hellbound is coming mm. to pc and scully is coming to pc ps4 xbox 1 and switch august 5th Call of Duty Warzone Season 5 starts up uh, on PC, oh, PS4, and Xbox One. I didn't even make it halfway through this Battle Pass. I'm done buying Battle Passes. <laughs> uh, and August 6th, uh, Drink More Glurp is coming to PC and Switch. <laughs> I'm really oh, glad I had the pop filter on that one because I really emphasize the p- Glurp. 
<laughs> we just save people's ears, dude. Yeah, that's Every right. Day. That's right. Once a week. Once a week. Doing the right thing here on Diggity. Um, the uh, the upcoming games. How fucking confused are you going to be, <laughs> dude, when there's the PS5? Oh, my gosh. And the Xbox, Xbox Series X. Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation it, It'll be like when we first started this, I felt like we Are we going to say Series X? I think we're just going to go ahead and say, I don't know how we're going to do it. I got to think about that. Luckily, I have a few X-Gone, more months. Let's use Let's use Xbox marketing, dude. Let's just say X going to give it to you. Yeah. Let's be, let's be cool, hip dudes. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, we can be cool, though. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Probably not uh, going to do speaking, that. <laughs> speak, speaking of Xbox, uh, here's your Xbox Games with Gold for August. Man, I feel like I work for Microsoft saying that. Here's your Xbox Games with Gold for August. <laughs> On Xbox One, you can get Portal Knights, the 1st to the 15th of August, and Override Mech City Brawl, also, 16th to the 31st of, 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 uh, buh, of August, uh, for the uh, OG Xbox. Uh, meaning uh, 360. Or no, or do we actually mean OG I mean Xbox? OG Xbox. The These fuck, we back- run out of 360 <laughs> games? The backwards compatible <laughs> games are OG Xbox games this month. We ran we ran out of 360 games to Surely give? not, but I don't... Yeah, this is what we got. Are you fucking kidding me? They take away <laughs> the ability to pay for an annual gold membership, and the first fucking thing the month that they do after that is they give you just Xbox <laughs> games? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, you didn't want them, but you're getting them. You're getting MX Unleashed 1st to the 15th August, and you're going to get Red Falcon 2 16th to the 31st Red of August. <laughs> Fucking Red Faction. Sorry. Red Falcon. You're going to get Red Faction 2 16th to the 31st of August. I miss Red. You're still not going to play it today. Uh, um, yeah. Enjoy. Another enjoy. terrible showing from the Xbox Games with Gold, but... Enjoy. If you paid monthly for this, you just got fucked. Um, (laughs) All right. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for August. Actually, a pretty good list here. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. And that's actually available now. And uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, which will be available on the 4th when it releases. So pretty good lineup for PlayStation. You know if that was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Cat Quest, you know what it would be called? They would say it would be available meow. <laughs> hey. Nah, Fantasy Star <laughs> Online 2 God. is finally making its way to PC in the West on August 5th. So in the West. A, a large amount of people don't care about this, but this is a big deal. Did, it is a big deal. Did I ever tell you about the in the West thing in, in GameStop? Uh-uh. I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, Story shit. time with okay. Jeff. <laughs> so Kids when I was around. living in Illinois, when I was living in Illinois, otherwise known as Illinois, to those who can't read, I was uh, in a GameStop, <laughs> and uh, um, someone had set, was talking about JRPGs, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a front desk or something like that. And the guy's like, "Yeah, like we don't have many in the West." And the guy said, "Like California," <laughs> 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 and I went. Mm. I was just, I was just a witness. I wasn't even part of it. Fuck! I didn't want to get in on that. I was just like, 
That All wasn't right. going to be a good conversation. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, this is uh, way, so. a lot of people aren't going to care because it's uh, almost a decade <laughs> too late. But <laughs> Let me tell you a bunch of news you're not going to give a shit about. But there is a very dedicated uh, audience there for is, this, and is. it is coming to Steam. So that is a big thing. Uh, Microsoft really are the ones pushing for this. So uh, I, I think this is great and uh, happy to see it. going to buy Steam. They're going to buy They're Steam. They're certainly getting into bed with Steam. They're going to buy Steam. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, so Hyperscape now has a launch date. Uh, this is the new Battle Royale from EA. It entered beta a couple weeks ago during the EA deal uh, on PC, uh, but now it is actually going to be coming to Xbox, PlayStation 4, and PC as a full release on August 11th. And with it, Season 1 will launch as well. So the Season 1 is a lot of your normal Battle Pass type stuff, 100 tiers, and it's going to cost around $10. Uh, it will feature 11 new guns, 11 new hacks, and it, I guess there's actually going to be a story in this, which kind of presents itself in a mystery for players to solve. And with this, it brings new events huh. and new characters and things like that. So seems like it's going to be kind of cool how they present all of this um but uh, i still i downloaded the damn game and i haven't gotten to play it yet it kind of got put on the back burner so i will hopefully be playing it when that comes out hmm i didn't expect a story yeah that's kind of interesting especially for the type of game it is it doesn't seem like it really mm. needs it but i mean i guess if you're mm -hmm. still going to be trying the battle royale format out you might as well do something a little bit different i mean apex has kind of been doing a story but it's kind of all been shown off during like uh new character reveals and things like that and it just kind of builds a story in like outside of game lore but it sounds like this is actually going to have some like in-game lore and and some other stuff going on that that will make a story for what's going on in the hyperscape because uh, in their like an official announcement trailer, it also kind of had a setup for a story. It was very Terminator esque, or no, it was um, it was like Sword Art Online meets Ready Player One. So uh, it'll it'll be interesting to see how they pull this all together and how they present a story in this kind of game. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> moving on, a little PSA here. And uh, we all know I'm the perfect person to give PSA announcements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a scam going around right now that is claiming to give you access to a Cyberpunk 2077 beta. So the official Cyberpunk Twitter account made sure to let fans know about the scam saying, if you recently received an email claiming to be granting you beta access to Cyberpunk 2077, it's not from us. Unfortunately, there have been more of these being sent out over the past few weeks. When we contact you via email, it's always it always comes from us at CD Project Red, um, you know, email address or .com address. Uh, same goes for content creators. We always reach out directly from CD Project Red from that domain. Uh, if you are being contacted by a third party claiming to be working with us, an ad agency, for example, you can assume it's not genuine. Uh, in addition to this, EA is also having an issue where a Nigerian prince has found a diamond mine, and inside the diamond mine, there happen to be FIFA points. <laughs> and he needs you to send a thousand points to him in order for him to send you a million. I, I gotta say, some of these email scams are getting very um, believable. I, I opened a oh, email yeah, the sure. other day. It was 
supposedly from PayPal, and I literally just changed the card on my PayPal account. And they were like, hey, your account's been suspended because there's been some suspicious activity, which I knew wasn't true because I get emails and notifications every time I buy anything using PayPal, right? Uh, And so I, I... I always look at the email address it's sent from, and it was some bullshit yeah. all over the place type of thing. And that's, I mean, that, that's really the only way to tell because it looks like a legit PayPal email. Like they, they're getting so, pretty clever with it. I get get some of them from Apple too, but they come so to my. I, junk I had email. one of the, I had one of, what I think was either an actual ask, and our photos are just out there weird, or. It was one of the worst scam emails I've ever witnessed in my life. Our diggity email, mm-hmm. diggitypodcast at gmail.com, by the way, if you have any questions. Um, we got an email mm-hmm. that was poorly written. So it could have come from West Virginia, but <laughs> oh, I'm assuming it didn't. <laughs> 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 but I'm assuming, I'm assuming it didn't. Um. And the email just simply said, uh, you know, I'm from blah, blah, blah. I have an Instagram account with 80,000 followers or something. Poorly written, and it was a very weird Instagram name. There was no login, nothing. And they said, we'd like, to, can I use your photo? Using photo would be great on account. And I, I, I went, I don't even know what the fuck to do here. I just wrote, go for it. I don't know. So if we got <laughs> hacked, I apologize. I don't think we did. There's no login info. There was nothing. There's no file. There was nothing attached. I just did said, you go, go for to it. the Instagram account? No, because no, I, I just didn't even want to waste my time on it. It seemed like it was just this weird email. I really enjoyed the one nowhere. where it was like uh, we got one one time where I think it was a direct message on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram where they said, "Hey, someone's logged in. Have you checked your Instagram uh, or something?" Yeah, like that? somebody posted this crazy yeah. picture, and it was like <laughs> this crazy video of you or something, <laughs> mind you. I, our profile picture is just diggity. It's our logo, like that. That that's what makes sense, right? But it, it like yeah. had a picture of, or they had like cropped out like the diggity thing and put it on like some. It looked like a college party, and there's like butts everywhere and shit. I'm like, what the, no, you didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think I screenshotted that instantly and sent it to you. But yeah, some of them are clever. Oh some of them not so much. Oh. That damn diggity, dude. That damn diggity logo. That joystick uh-huh. just getting, getting out, getting that wild getting and crazy the out butts there. The party, dude. Can't stop it. Won't stop. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's real bad out there, folks. The uh, the crazy one that I've seen too is on Twitter is this fucking Bitcoin thing. Like poor Elon Musk, every like tweet is like, Elon's giving away Bitcoin. Just send me some Bitcoin to this Bitcoin <laughs> wallet address. <laughs> and it's like, holy D- shit, does this work? <laughs> like, surely not. Ah, oh, God, God, it's the dumbest thing ever. So whatever, it's the internet. That's how the internet go, baby. All right, Brody. What have you been playing? Been a busy week, so might not have been able to play that much, but what have you been playing? Um, I've actually played a decent amount. This this weekend I got... Oh, okay. Yeah, it, okay. it was interesting. I actually got to play some this week, but uh, I played some Ghost of Tsushima, or Tsushima, depending on how you want to say it. In-game they say Tsushima, and I feel bad saying it wrong, so we're going with that. Um, and I, I bet you I probably put another... I don't know, maybe 
seven, eight hours in it. So I got a decent chunk oh, of playing. Oh, yeah. Over, over the course of uh, okay. probably three or four nights. I bet you I probably got that much time in it. Uh, played a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen the other day. Not much. Uh, played some Human mm. Fall Flat with my kids this weekend um, for nice. for their, their YouTube channel. I tried yep. out Ninjala, which is a free game on the Nintendo e-store um or e-shop it is interesting i did fairly well in it but i don't think i really like it especially not the way like you earn stuff you don't actually unlock things i mean you kind of do but you kind of don't and then some of them are like use tickets so you can use like a ticket in order to or basically a ticket to use a certain like item for one game type of thing or like a certain uh, mm-hmm. cosmetic version of a base weapon. I, I don't know. It, it's it's not my favorite, but huh. it it's fine enough. And I had a decent time while I was playing it, but once I got done, I'm like, I'm probably never gonna touch this again touch this again. So huh. um uh and then I played a little bit of Rocket League and finished out the the challenges i had left in the season just so i was all done with that and uh probably probably yeah i'll maybe play a little bit more before the season's up but i mean there's like a whole month left in the season because they extended everything out so uh yeah it's uh it was it was busy but most of my time was spent in ghost of tsushima how about how about you cool uh i have Oh, actually, I, I played more than that. So I, I've i played Rory McIlroy PGA Tour. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what you were playing uh, the other night when I played a little yeah, bit of Final so, Fantasy fourteen and then hopped over to Rocket League. Yeah, so, so I, I, I got into the EA Pass there, uh, and I uh, I jumped in a little bit into some of that. And that was okay. I think, honestly, I think that game stands up better against them, like the golf club and, like, a lot of other Yeah, that's what you were saying. Out there. That's... Uh, yeah, like it was really good, um, and then uh, Paper Mario Origami King has been my uh, my main thing this last uh, week. I got it on Tuesday on Tuesday, so I've only had a couple of days with it, but I've put a good couple of hours into it, and uh, I'm having a blast with it. So, and we'll talk about that next. Mm-hmm. All right, I've got my Paper Mario first impressions, and then we'll go into your Ghost of Tsushima uh, review in progress shall we we shall all right cool uh paper mario origami king love this game like absolutely yeah. love it uh to- yeah totally recommend it to to anyone who owns a switch honestly like i i'm a huge fan of paper mario um and paper mario is kind of uh there's been some really good titles and there's been some like really it's bad it's been stuff. a rocky road um, it's not yeah. not the greatest franchise to be a diehard fan of no, but it's it's an abusive relationship. <laughs> I'm still in it. So um, the uh, Paper Mario uh, Origami King. So originally I thought, you know, if I'm going like origami, I thought it was kind of like a cheap story or whatever. But the story is great. Um, the graphics in this are fantastic. Uh, things are very smooth. Things run very smooth. Um, the water in this game looks better than most Nintendo I Switch saw, I saw that. Games. The, the water like, looks great. It is beautiful. <laughs> it looks better than some PlayStation or Xbox games. Um, but anyway, there's enough about the water. So the story is really cool. Um, it's not like a super complex story. Obviously, it's a Mario game. 
um, the how things work in the kind of origami slash like flat paper world slash 3D world um, is really cool. They have like this thing called the thousand fold arms, which are basically like just like accordion arms essentially, right? And and at the start of the game, it's really basic how you use them where you're kind of just like peeling away a little bit of like a wall, you know, that has like a little paper fold in it. And like, oh, yeah, hey, you found a key or hey, you found a toad or whatever. But then later on in the game, it gets more challenging. Mm-hmm. And how you're going to use it and utilize it. Um, there's just like really cool mechanics. And so like the, the confetti is really cool. Anything that like most things you can smash uh, with your hammer um, or defeat enemies and you get confetti afterwards. Your confetti meter builds up and then there's holes uh, all in the world that you have to you throw confetti up in the air. And then the confetti falls into this like black void. And then it fills up that area and then you'll either get like a coin or a bunch of coins or some other stuff. Um, and, and that's really cool because you have to figure out different puzzles and different ways to get to areas utilizing that mechanic, which that's really cool. Um, in terms of like the the battle mechanic, um, I was kind of iffy about it. But then when I started using it a lot, I really enjoy it. And the reason being is that even at the start of the game... Uh, a lot of the battles are like really easy. You know what I mean? Like super easy to do, but you have all these different variables. So you have like, you have a timer to, to solve the problem or solve the puzzle or, or line up enemies. If you will, you have, um, actually lining up the enemies in themselves. Then you have action, uh, points or actions that you can take, which you could either have like one, two, three, whatever amount of actions you can take during the battle. And then you also have um, the, uh, 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 gosh, what is it? Uh, movements for the puzzles. So like all those things together unite this battle um, uh, portion or battle mechanic. Um, and it makes it uh, a lot more challenging of a, of a, of a, of a battle than typically in a, in a paper Mario game. So then after the battle mechanic, um, the other cool thing I've actually, so one negative thing about it, because this is really the only negative thing I've found about it so far is the tutorial. It, it a little takes, lengthy. Yeah. So it's like, as you, as you were figuring out the mechanics, you obviously get like a little rundown of how they work. Right. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is that there's a lot of like filler copy to make that kind of feel like it's not a tutorial, but it totally is a tutorial. And then that uh. copy filler just makes it drawn out. Like the first hour of that game to hour and a half, maybe more, you are just in constant tutorial mode, mm. yeah. which is kind of nuts. Um, like it's just, I don't know. I feel like things could probably have happened a little bit quicker. But the, the the stuff where like saving toads and stuff like that, and then they become your audience during your battles, and they can help and assist you and stuff like that's awesome. All the coins are really cool. Uh, all the items are super cool, and there's just like a lot more. Like you need to think a lot more. Does uh, in this one? Does the battle system feel redundant sometimes, or like, um, or or I mean, do the battles change up quite a bit? Like, is there uh, a lot of variety, or is it pretty much the the same for most of them? I mean, like, there's definitely variety in like enemies that's, and stuff like that. 
That's but one the, of the bigger complaints I've heard is that the yeah. battle si- like and it seems like the battle system you either love it or you hate it, right? It, it, there's yeah. no there's no in between. Most people are saying like uh or I guess not most people, but half half the people I've heard have said that it it kind of gets a little old doing the same thing over and over, but uh yeah. and like the but I mean I guess the bosses have a little bit different mechanics, but yeah, the I mean, other I, half love it. It's it's bizarre. I think like so for me, I personally would have just liked to have had you know same what I've said about the battle system already, but I, I personally would have liked to have just had honestly a normal like RPG type RPG yeah you know Paper Mario style battle system. But I don't know how people are really getting bored with it because I've seen those tweets and stuff like that too. But uh-huh. I mean, there's so many variables in the battle system. There's time. There's action moves. There's puzzle moves. There's the toads that can help you reassemble things. There's different power-ups. There's different items. There's lineups. There's boosts when you come down and, like, like double damage if you yeah. have, like, A, you know, when you're coming down on them and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I don't really see it. I mean, I think people just don't like the puzzle aspect. Right. I mean, the puzzle's a circle. Right. Right? You're just trying to figure out and line things up. Yeah. But, I mean... I don't know. I didn't get. I, I haven't been bored with it yet. Gotcha. But, but I was just uh, curious yeah. on on your take on it because, like I said, I've I've listened to a lot of different reviews on it, and it seems like it's pretty much split right down the room. You know, it, it's like half the people mm-hmm. love it, half the people hate it, and there's no there's no no in between. And, and so I was just curious. Yeah. If if you were starting to get bored of it or not. No. Overall, I would say this is definitely a, a buy so far, even in my first impressions of it. I mean, I've probably yeah. put three and a half hours into it four hours yeah okay so i mean i'm, I'm in it it's not like, bad for for basically two days i mean yeah it's no, pretty I good time away at it when i could yeah um but yeah i would definitely say it, it's a buy i think the story is really good honestly and the characters are really funny too yeah one of my favorite characters is like right at the beginning which is grand sappy and he's just this trunk or this like chopped down tree trunk and you give him this like seed or whatever that you find and you have to like rejuvenate in the spring. It's like rejuvenating a bunch of other items or whatever. And mm-hmm. you give it to him and then he like pops up and he's just like this, gives like this like beefy as fuck look on his face <laughs> with like his just two little black eyes and eyebrows. And it's, then they like all start singing. It's pretty, it's pretty jokes, but I definitely recommend anyone. I mean, I think it's a great addition. And I really hope that the rumors are true where Nintendo is going to bring back like all the paper Mario's and like yeah. offer them on the switch. Um, because I would really like to see that happen. Um, but this is a, this is in terms of Paper Mario in the right direction. This is definitely in the right direction um, from a story perspective, and the battle mechanic I think is great. So nice. I'm happy with it. Well, so is your favorite Thousand Year Door like everybody else? It's OG. Yeah. Paper Mario is oh, my okay. is my favorite. OG. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I know most people really really love thousand year door i mean yeah i mean i enjoy it too i just i just think the og one is my favorite gotcha nice yeah i i'll probably end up picking this game up at some point but i didn't just because i've got enough other stuff i gotta get through at the time so if you buy it on amazon it's a couple bucks cheaper than if you buy it at a retail store for some reason ah okay 
Eh. Just as a heads up for anyone out there that wants to buy it. But, you know, support your local game shop if you want and stuff like that. Not a problem. I just got it because online and, you know, the old Rona going around. Yeah. Yeah. Copy figure that. just get it delivered, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you got anything, any closing statements for it or just, just go out and get it? Pick go that get bad it. boy up. Go get it. Right, so now I'm going to get a little bit more in-depth into Ghost of Tsushima uh, than I did last week, because last week it was a brief, real, real brief, like, hey, I like it, and move on. <laughs> we had we had a lot of news last week, and uh, actually ended up being one of our longest shows. So, um, f- for me, this game has been kind of one of those, uh, it, it's refreshing, I guess, in a weird sort of way. I really, really don't care for open world games anymore. I feel like I'm so burnt out on them. I feel like there's really? this. Yeah, I feel like there's this this notion Cookie that cutter. every every game has to be open world anymore, and everybody's talking about how big the world is and this and mm. that, and it wears on you, especially if you play a lot of them in a row. And they're you're also just, filled with stuff that's just not. Yeah, a lot of just filler quests yeah. and things like that. But I, and on top of that, I play a lot of JRPGs, so these these open worlds and stuff really sometimes just get exhausting. And for a JRPG, I mean that that's pretty much what you're going to get. It's going to be open yeah. world ninety nine percent of the time. So, uh, but this this was kind of um, it, it hit a lot of notes that I really wanted it to hit that I've mm-hmm. been, you know, waiting for a game to hit for a while. Um, and it's very much like an Assassin's Creed type of game. I mean, it's almost, I, it reminds me of the old Assassin's Creed games to an extent. And, and I really enjoy that. Um, a lot of the, the gear is simply cosmetic. And so you can kind of just customize it as you want. But I mean, I guess a headgear predominantly, but, uh, your, your actual gear does have some, some benefits to it, but, where I'm at in the story right now, it's not a big deal. I'm way overpowered because I've done all of the side quests and all of this up until the point where I'm at. Um, so, yeah, it, I'm really, really enjoying this. It, it's really kind of one of those games that once I first got into it, I didn't know how much I was really going to like it because it is that very much open world, like, Oh, now you got to go follow this fox to find this special den so you can get this uh, an advancement towards getting an extra perk slot or upgrading a perk or whatever. Um, or you know, there's there's a lot of those open world type missions that you see pretty frequently, like reminiscent of of like the old Assassin's Creeds, where it's like, oh, you got to go eavesdrop on this person, or oh, you got to go climb this and jump off of it. Like, there's not so much of that per se in this game but uh there's those kinds of things where you're doing them in just different locations um but so far story-wise i think this game does a pretty good job i i i know that it's not necessarily 100 percent historically accurate and there's a lot of people that are upset about that um Mm. but japan has actually praised this game so all the people who are apologizing for the game to japan uh, you probably don't need to do that. Japan loves it. So, <laughs> but uh, I they they touch on a lot of folklore and they touch on a lot of things like that. And I I think they do a pretty good job. I mean the the main story isn't necessarily the most captivating thing. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the main character when he talks. <laughs> He's just he feels very rigid and and very um much like a machine 
kind of. It's very just read the line it, type of thing. Is is it like my samurai voice? No, no, no. It's is not. My sa- would my samurai voice be better? Uh, no, no. This is just damn. They actually did get a lot of uh, Japanese actors and actresses to read these lines, uh, and. And these guys, these guys and girls do a, a fantastic job of of presenting it. Um, but the main character just seems a little dull sometimes. He doesn't really huh. seem like he has a whole lot of emotion, even when he's supposed to be showing emotion. But it, but it's not in like a badass way of not showing emotion. No, it's yeah, it's not no like emotion. a, it's not like you know Jason Statham or something like that. Like this is, it's just a little flat. It's not terrible, but it's it's a little flat. Um, but. I mean, some of some of the other side characters actually have very compelling stories and very um, interesting things going on. And I guess they're not really side because they're actually part of the main mission that you have to do anyway. But some of these mm-hmm. these characters that aren't necessarily your main character, uh, I think they do a really good job. Especially, um, gosh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. It starts with an M, Mo- Mocha or M- something. Uh, but she's honestly the best character i've run into in this game so far it's i mean it i won't give away any of the story because we we try not to spoil anything here but uh i i really do enjoy uh the story so far and i'm interested to see what happens because from what i understand there's like three very distinct sections of this game and i'm just getting ready to finally get out of the, the first section because again i do all of the side stuff so my my bottom portion of this map is pretty much done um but uh it'll be interesting to see where they go from the part i feel like i'm getting ready to get to um and see what they do with it so again i'm calling this a review in progress although this will probably be the last time we go into depth on this or anything i mean we're we're going to start getting to a point where there's other things coming out or we're going to be playing other things and Mm -hmm. most people aren't going to care about a ghost of of, uh, Tsushima talk you know a month after it came out so uh, this this will probably be the last time we really talk about it in depth but I I did want to clarify I have not beat the game I have not rolled credits but I do have probably a good 15 hours in this game so far or pretty close Um, graphic standpoint the overworld is gorgeous I, I actually really, really think that this overworld is probably one of the most beautiful worlds I've seen in an open world game. Hmm. It does fall flat in some places, and mainly these graphics fall flat actually on the characters themselves. Uh, the hmm. motion co- or the motion capture isn't super great. It seems off even on the in- or on the English dub which it was dubbed for English originally. I guess it wouldn't be dubbed, but it was originally recorded for mm-hmm. English. Uh and people say it's even worse in the Japanese dub of it. Um again, this comes from a um US uh game maker Sucker Punch. So, uh but mm-hmm. this is the graphics are are it's very off-putting. It's almost like Final Fantasy VII, but in reverse. Like the world is gorgeous on Ghost of Tsushima, but the people are kind of off. Well, Final Fantasy VII was the people were gorgeous, but the world was kind of off. So it, it's this weird like they kind of had not to blend pick well into the into the whole graphics, right? What's that? Like, now? Do they, do they stand out as being bad? it's really not terrible until there's like a, a cut scene, which all the cut scene or cut scenes are not skippable. So you do have to watch every single one, Ooh. even if it's something you've seen 
damn near a million times Ooh. at this point, um, which isn't isn't great, but um, no. especially <laughs> like there's a lot of duels that you get into. I bet you I've probably done 20 of these things by this point, and they always show the same thing. He walks up and he puts his hand down on his sword and he pops it out with his thumb type of thing, and you have to watch it, and it's like a 20, 30 second clip, which doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but when you have to watch this every time, it gets it gets a little old. Yeah. Um, but really, the only time you notice it is if your main character is talking to someone else. The the voices and the the motion capture on the faces just isn't quite great. And mm-hmm. honestly, like even the the skin isn't believable. Whereas the rest of the world is gorgeous. Huh. I mean, the leaves, the trees, like all that kind of stuff looks mm-hmm. fantastic. And they've done really great work on on the gear and and things like this. It's just the faces predominantly that just aren't quite right they almost have like that ubisoft feel to them you know uh, but other than that i mean graphics are gorgeous the sound to this game is amazing i i love everything about the sound in this game uh you, there's a lot of really cool things going on here i mean they they've done like fox sounds and they sound like what foxes sound like they've done i mean the the wind blowing through trees and and the um kind of japanese inspired music going on and uh, they've they've really captured um, kind of this feel of of an overall like Japanese style movie, and that's really what they were going for in a lot of the dev diaries that I've watched. They they're, they're mm-hmm. really talking about like, hey, we were trying to capture this very certain feel, and they so, do. So you got you felt like it was immersive. Yeah, yeah. As far okay. as I mean, the <clears throat> everything about this game, even though you are doing a lot of you know these open world quest type things it immerses mm. you into this world and it, it really creates a, a really cool environment and you kind of lose track of time very easily and it's a, it actually does a really good job of the the whole oh one more mission one more mission one more thing i, I i'm right here I'll, I'll run over and do this real quick and next thing you know it's been 45 minutes you know uh mm. and then i like i said sound sounds fantastic gameplay overall uh the combat's a lot of fun it's not always perfect uh there's a lot of times i feel like i'm blocking or feel like i'm dodging and it just doesn't work quite right or if you huh. get two enemies that attack you at the same time if they're coming from the right angles, you might just be screwed. You might be taking a hit because there's there's not necessarily a perfect way to get out of it. Uh, the controls take a little bit of getting used to. It is a little bit different. Like to okay. just simply sidestep, you just press um, what is that square? No, that's uh, circle. You press circle once and you'll st- step out of the way. If you double tap it, you'll dodge and like roll. Well. I have a habit of uh, hitting it a little bit quick and I'll actually hit it twice and I'll be like diving all over the place while I'm trying to fight these guys. And some of them (laughs) you actually have to dodge in order to get a hit in on these guys. So you might just be screwed out of luck there. Um, The the controls are a little wonky from time to time, but they're not terrible. Um, Again, once you get used to it, once you get, you know, a handful of missions in or do some side quests and run around and fight some guys, uh, you get the hang of it. And once you're on a roll in combat, and especially once you start leveling up, and at least in this first area, I mean, mm-hmm. combat gets to the point where it's pretty easy. And I, I heard there is, like, a difficulty spike in this next section, so I, I, I can't really speak to that. But so far, uh, the difficulty seems 
pretty decent. Like I got my ass kicked for a little while, kind of got my bearings about me, figured out how the combat works, started unlocking like new stances and new things like this and everything just kind of clicks and all of a sudden you're you're rolling around i mean the amount of buttons that they've actually used which are all of them and the things that you can do like these little sub menus you can bring up in order to change like your different um ghost weapons you're using or uh different arrows for your bow and things like that i i i can't believe that it works (laughs) like all of these things in game without having to open up a actual menu uh, there's a lot of options and a lot of things you can do on the fly and kind of improvise your way through fights. Uh, and, and overall, like I said, the, the gameplay has really hooked me. I, I think uh, for an open world game to hook me like this, I'm very, very surprised because I've been burnt out on open world games for a while now. And this one just does a good enough job with everything else combined with these, again, pretty basic, oh, basic open world game type things. Uh, but it, the whole package together, it just works for some reason. I don't know what it is about it, but I, I really, really enjoy it. Uh, and so I, just kind of my overall opinion on this game, I'm loving it. I've put a ton of time into this. This is actually kind of knocked Final Fantasy 14 off to the side for the time being. I really oh, haven't wow. touched my Xbox for the last, mm. you know, two weeks or however. I guess, it, yeah, it's been almost two weeks since this game came out. And I, I've pretty much been playing this game mm-hmm. more than anything else. And so uh, wow. I, 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 there are things about this game that aren't perfect. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say this is a 10 out of 10 or anything like that. I mean, this is definitely a game I would recommend, but I would explain, you know, some of these downfalls. I mean, if you're really, really uh gung-ho on the games have to have you know perfect faces and this and that this might not be the thing for you it'll drive you nuts but um Mm -hmm. if you can live with some of the smaller things that are sometimes a pain uh this game is honestly uh may potentially be my game of the year so far i it might not it might knock off final fantasy 7 remake um just because it is a new IP, and I think what they've done with it is great, and I think mm-hmm. it sets them up to do a sequel and just completely kill it when they do do it. Um, so overall, I highly recommend this game. If I was talking to somebody and they were on the fence about it, I would say buy it. Um, I okay. so on our scale, it's a buy. It's not a rent. It's I, not a I stay would, away. It's I an would say. Buy. I would say buy it. Um, okay. Now, I mean, obviously, you could be frugal with it and wait. I mean, you're not. You're probably not going to get much story, you know, spoiled for you or anything like that. I. I don't think it's mm-hmm. really that kind of game where the story is super, super important. Um, but. Yeah, I, I would recommend buying it. Even at $60, there's a ton of game here. There's a lot to do. And even if you aren't a completionist, that you will still be busy for a while. So, yeah, buy it. It's great. Wow. Fantastic. Cool. Uh, well, guys, uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can find me on Xbox. My gamer take is Maple Jeff. You, you can find me on Xbox at Luscious Brody, and you can find me on PlayStation at Wolverine's Cousin. Sweet, sweet. Leave us a review, guys. It helps a ton. Thank you to those who have left us a review. Also, we are the nation's fastest-growing, mildly popular podcast. <laughs> Just joking. I don't know. Oh, you can In put a baseball stat. 
in France. <laughs> Put out some baseball stats. Um, no, God, I mean, fantastic. Uh, um, just to, for the ghost of um, Tsushima stuff, too, just before we, we dive out of this. I mean, I because it just came to me, I, it is so nice to see something be so successful that isn't just like a it's a new IP. Like it's not something that's already existed for a long time and people are taking to it. It's so cool to see that. And I'm stoked for, um, the fact that they're going to be able to make like a second and a third one or however many they're going to make down the road. You know, I think it's, it's a, it's great to have that. It for sure. It does seem very rare that a, a new IP takes off like this. And I, I mean, it's, yeah. it's selling exceptionally well and, and PlayStation really did a good job of taking sucker punch under their wing and marketing this you're helping market the hell out of this game, and I mean, yeah. it it's it is really cool to see. I'm I'm always down for new IP. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, I guess get out there and uh, either pick up uh, Ghost of Tsushima or Paper Mario Origami King, or uh, maybe both. But until next time, guys, we'll see you for next week. See ya. <laughs>